Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventures, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack roller or tote. We're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or go into the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Albert Delise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. All right, boys and girls, we're back. You know why? Because we are linked with a player. Yeah, I know. It's July 29th. Yeah, I know. The window closes August 5th. But we're linked with a player who at one point in time was linked with Real Madrid. You might be asking yourself, why didn't Real Madrid sign him then? Huh? They fucking sign everybody? Well, we are going to get to that. A lot to get to. Actually, not a lot. Mostly this. And one other thing. You might have noticed that I am now blogging on my own. The reason is, after my Twitter dust-up, MLS Aces decided to part part ways with me which is totally fine, considering this. I wrote two articles for that website. The first article was second, and the third place article was like, had half as many reads as mine. My second article was a top performing article the last 30 days. So for me to be putting in free work, literally reaping no benefits from it, and them reaping all of it, That is not what you would call a symbiotic relationship, right? Symbiotic relationship is like hat and head prevent sunburn. This was me driving people to their site and getting literally nothing in return. So the politically correct person that runs it decided, hey, can't have you. And you know what? This is 100% for the best. Because you guys are getting free stuff for me, free views, free followers, free reads, all that, free listens. I wasn't getting a damn thing, aside from a little aggravation from Tommy Boy. But the blog is up. It's on my WordPress. Uh, bear with me. I'm not a web designer. I'm working on it. It'll get better, I promise. But the articles are mostly upbeat. I'm not going to be super negative, because that's not who I am. Mustaches. Anyway, so we're linked with a guy whose nickname is Coco. And when I saw this, I went, oh, Eric Lamella, because I'm a Spurs fan. No, it's not Eric Lamella. Lamella would fucking crush MLS. He'd score 30 goals. Easy. Also, we didn't get a Toby Alderweireld. He's going to Qatar, unfortunately. Matt Jordan wouldn't pony up $13 million for him. So it is what it is. Like it or love it. We're going after a Panamanian, and we're going to talk about it. Now, Matt Jordan is kind of a genius. Jordan or, uh, not Brenner. Who's the guy that runs? John Walker. Kind of genius. 
to host these Gold Cup and CONCACAF matches because you get free scouting. These are free scouting opportunities for us to scout players from Central America, South America, the Middle East, Mexico, United States, and Canada. So it's free scouting for us. It costs the price of gas to BBVA. That's it. You get to scout a player for four to five matches, and the only thing it costs our scouts is the price of gas. It's a genius move. It's a great setup. It's an advantage for us over other teams that don't offer this. So let's dive into it now that I'm done stroking Matt Jordan's ego and pissing some of you off. So at one point in time, Adalberto Eliezer Carasquilla Alcazar, I think I said that right, at one time, or currently, he has a 7 million euro release clause, and we're going to talk about it. Right now, the reason we are linked to him, even though a year ago he was linked with Real Madrid, is he is on the outs with Cartagena, 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 after what was dubbed a lack of effort last season. And I can tell you, Tab Ramos does not put up with that shit. We do, Lack of effort, see Darwin Quintero. You don't try, you don't play, Period. You look a little chubby, Mateo Bahamich, Bahamich, you ain't getting in. And when you get in and you foul a guy and you set up a corner, a free kick that almost loses us the game, I bet we're not going to see you again. So, Adalberto Carasquilla was born November 28th, 1998 in Panama City. He is a Panamanian professional footballer. He plays in uh, second league B, Liga B, Liga B in Spain. He's five foot seven. His current market value is $770,000. Now, he's a creative midfielder who has primarily played central midfield. Now, he has also played defensive mid, attacking mid, and he's even appeared as a second striker. So, in 2019, Carasquillo was loaned to FC Cartagena from a club called Toro. Toro? All right, and there was an option to buy. The buy option was 300,000 euros. November 29th, 2019, Cartagena announced they're going to do the buy option. They're going to pay 300 grand for this guy. Then he signs a contract till 2025. It's four fucking years. Technically, if he if he signs it in uh, 2019, it was a six-year contract. It's four years left. He helped them gain promotion to the second division of Spain after they were absent for eight years. So his first year there, he tore the shit up. Got a good contract, a long contract, and was committed. He was very soon on the radar of teams like Real Madrid. Prior to that, in 2018, he made the Panama national team for the preliminary 35-man squad for the 2018 World Cup, but he didn't make the final 23. November 20, uh, November, excuse me, ah, fucking can't spoke. September 8th, 2019, he makes his senior debut and scores his first goal for Panama against Bermuda. I know, tough competition in the CONCACAF nation, uh, Nations League. Now, this guy has taken a lot of ups and downs since he arrived in Spain. He went to Toro FC in Panama. His first two months, he won over the... Uh... Wait, my bad. From Panama, he goes to Spain. All right? Outstanding performance gets him 300,000 euros, and he gets that big contract. His first year, he shows so much potential. He's one of the, sec uh, one of the best players in the second league. He's a benchmark of a team that achieves promotion, and different clubs start to look into him. He had clubs in Mexico, England, and Real Madrid looking at him, but he decided to stay with Cartagena after the big contract. He thought it was, uh, it was safer. The team thought that they could benefit, 
greater economically later on, which if we're linked with him, you know that shit went awry. And he was always viewed highly, right? He was warned, you got to keep moving forward. You have to be able to do more than one thing. You can't be a one-trick pony. He was a big fixture in the starting 11. He went up and down. He was not consistent. Last winter, uh, SD Huesca was interested in him, but because Cartagena was remodeling their campus, they didn't negotiate, and they referred to the release clause of what is reportedly 7 million euros. It's a lot of fucking money. I guarantee you we're not paying 7 million euros for him. Now, after Cartagena's coach is dismissed, Pepe Aguiar comes in first, and then Luis Carrion. That made life very difficult for Carrasquilla. He was a starter, but after a match versus UD Las Palmas, he was accused of a lack of intensity, a lack of effort. After that match, okay, he misses three games to international duty, but he barely appears. He gets a grand total. You ready for this? 59 minutes. 59 minutes before he's allowed to play in the final match against Lugo, which helps him stave off relegation. Now, right now, why are we linked with him? If, if he was so good, and it's a 7 million euro release clause, why are we linked with him? Cartagena already have, they have three non-European Union players on their team. The Pablo de Blasis and, Ado, and uh, Vinicius Tanque, Tanky, Tanque, as well as Carasquilla. They can't have all three. So one of those three is going to be sold or loaned. Guess which one I think we're going to do. If this is true, silly season, Dynamo Insider is right. I think this will be a loan with an option to buy. That's the smart move. Because if he was benched for a lack of effort, no fucking way Tab Ramos is going to let that fly. No. Currently, Coco is playing with the Panama national team, which you guys saw uh, in the Gold Cup debut. He had an assist in that. Very good. Very nice. And, you know, recently he's become an important player with the Panama national team. He played five of the six duels in the World Cup qualifier, four of them as a starter, and they only lost one match, as far as I know. With his long contract, is it likely he stays in Spain? They don't have a choice. They have to get rid of one of those three, either loan or sell. They're not going to release him. They're not going to release this guy. Not with the contract of 2025. Not with a 7 million euro release clause. Not with offers from big clubs in Spain. Real clubs in Spain. The coach has not changed. It is still the same coach. It is still, what's his name? Fucking Luis Carrion. Still him. And if, if you follow football, you know Zidane and Bale. You know that story. You know uh, Mourinho and uh, who did he run out Tottenham? Danny Rose. You know that story. You know Tab and Darwin Quintero. You know that story. These guys don't, they don't have, uh, they don't let grudges go. Unlike me, I fucking forgive everyone. No, I don't. I hold grudges like my ex-wife holds dick. Um, fuck for a long time. Um, ah, it's gross. Yeah. And uh, no, I, I, we can't pay $7 million. He's valued at $770,000. That's a realistic fee. He's 22 years old. Now, why are we looking at a guy who in his career, you ready, has 81 total appearances, two goals, two assists, and my favorite, 
21 yellow cards. So he plays with a little shit in his neck. He's a little pissed off, right? Why are we in the market for him? Well, if you go and you watch his highlights on YouTube, which there are some, his technical ability, his dribbling ability, it is above and beyond what we've seen. It's better than Ari Lasseter. It's better than Tyler Pasher. It's better than Fafa. This is not a, I'm going to knock the ball past you and go chase it guy. This is a guy that can get around you. This is a guy that can create something from nothing, a la Darwin Quintero last year. So this is a guy who creative-wise in the midfield, he could be a good fit. Who does he replace? Tell you right now, I think he replaces Corona and Memo. If he were to come in and play right away, which he won't. But he would replace Corona and Memo. Why? Because we're going to have two defensive mids. We're going to have Vera and Jones. Or we're going to have Vera and Corona. We've already seen that Memo is the guy most closest to being on the outs, which sucks. Imagine this. Imagine a midfield with Vera or Jones at the defensive mid, preferably Jones. And then you have Memo and this guy. Or Corona and this guy. Or fuck, Darwin and this guy. Oh my god. You partner this guy with his creativity and his technical ability with Darwin Quintero, it would be it would be unfair. It would be unfair. Now, we need a striker. 100% we need a striker. Can he play there? Yeah. How many times has he in 81 appearances? One. He's played striker one time. He's played defensive mid four times. He's played attacking mid once. The rest were straight up center mid, which would be a six or an eight. I don't fucking know. I know a 10 is the attacker and the nine is the, the, uh, the striker. But either way, this is silly season. We got rumors galore. We're going to have more. Uh, Matt Jordan was just on Glenn Davis talking about Teenage Debbie and saying a signing is in the works or is in the future. If this is it, does it smell a little like Tomas Martinez? A little bit. But if you watch this guy's highlights, this guy is a lot better than Tomas Martinez. I liked Tomas Martinez. I thought Tomas Martinez got a bad rap. I don't think he fit the system that we wanted to play. I thought he had buttloads of potential. Buttloads, that's right. That means a lot. Is this what we need? Yeah, we need a creative midfielder along with a striker. We need two signings. If we can sign this guy and he is as good as he once was, 2019 form, and then we can add a backup striker to Maxi to give him a day off, hell, maybe even one that can score. As we sit in ninth place right now, the way our defense currently looks and the sudden overwhelming amount of depth we have back there we can very well be a playoff team if we sign this guy in a striker i think we will finish top 10 in the west and i think if we miss the playoffs it'll be on the last match day or the match day before if we continue as is ninth place is 100 percent where we belong we got real salt lake on saturday we got the Frisco Rent Boys soon. We're going to Q2 Stadium to take on the Austin Hipsters who are freaking the fuck out. We're in last place. This sucks. Fucking first time. Get used to it. Anyway, boys and girls, that's it. It's a quick one. I just wanted to talk to you about Adalberto Carasquilla and fuck up some some names I can't pronounce right. Stay tuned. As you know, post game will be after the match on Saturday. And Sunday night, 8 p.m., we'll do a Discord and get you guys in, get you talking. Love doing those, man. Love them. 
Colby and uh, Caleb. You guys are great. Uh, I love Caleb's voice. I do. His voice is so soothing. Not saying your voice isn't, Colby, but Caleb has just a voice that I would want to read me a book to sleep. So, Caleb, if you ever want to read a book to me and help me go to sleep, that'd be appreciated. I'm currently reading The Great Gatsby. It's a high school reading level, so I know you'll be fine. You're a smart guy. Guys, that's it. Houston Dynapod Podcast. Me, Fannister, your host. Check out our blog. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Caleb did. It was badass. Thanks, Caleb. Apple Podcast reviews are important. If you haven't noticed, there's more advertisements lately. Uh, yeah, I'm making money from this. What do you do with that? Fucking cocaine and blow? Blowing bitches? No. It goes back into advertising for the show. It does. And it helps me grow the, the footprint in an effort to, I don't know, fucking become the number one Houston Dynamo podcast in the Houston metropolitan area. After Glenn Davis. I don't count him. I can't count him. He's a radio host. He's got maybe about 17 years and he's got that sexy, sexy voice. Also, he's in really good shape. He is. Like, I think Glenn's in better shape than Eddie Robinson. So, that's it, guys. Like, subscribe, review, rate, share, tell your friends, tell your moms and them. Uh, get out there Saturday for Salt Lake match. I won't be there. My kid is having a birthday party. I'm like, dude, couldn't fucking have your party on a different day. You know there's a home game. And my girlfriend was like, you know what? Instead of going to the match, you guys should come to the water park. It'll be more fun. And I asked him. I gave him the choice. All right. Because I'm an average father, average parent, and he said, uh, "Hey, Dad, I uh, I want to go to the water park, so no game." So yeah, sold the tickets. Won't be there. We'll be watching. We'll be taking notes. We'll be talking shit in the Discord. Other than that, get out there. Pre-game parties at Pitch. Uh, I don't know where else. Eureka Heights. Who knows? Somewhere around the stadium. Kings Court. Get out there. Get drunk. Get loud. Get proud. If you are not going, give your tickets away for free or sell them, guys. Girls, signing time. Two to go. Let's go Dynamo. Albert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Felice with the assist.